When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey. Oh, hang on. I got to get this call. We got a great tweet the other day. I don't know who this is. The real Duja, whoever that is, sent out a tweet saying, aside from Morgan Freeman, if you could choose someone to narrate your life, who would it be? And we had, we had somebody from Ontario, Canada, say Andrew Peters or Craig Revae. And then this person writes, would definitely make my life last longer if Craig did it. Now, is that because you talk so much or they just love your voice? And I mean, how, how, how does that, I don't know how to, how to interpret that, but have you ever actually listened to your voice? Do you like the sound of your own voice? Not really. Not really to what? Not really that you not really listen to it or not really like it? I don't really like it. I had I had a woman tell me that she thought my voice was very soothing. And that she listens to the show just to just to listen to my voice. She doesn't even like hockey. Okay. I was very flattered by that. You would be. I'm just killing time while you sit there and write. What are you writing down? I thought the show started. It has. Oh, but you're not even you're not even paying attention. You're like yeah, because I'm writing I'm, tire sizes and lift. No, I'm researching Owen Power and my boys uh, Jake Sanderson. So the big news in the hockey world today is. Jeff Sanderson signing is that or sorry Jeff Sanderson former Saber former Saber's son. Yep. Jake Sanders, Jeff Sanderson's son. Yeah. Big signing for Ottawa. Guys played and one one year in the league. It it's exactly the same as Owen Power. They're both the exact same age. Big kids. Jake Sanderson's uh, 6'2", 185 pounds. Uh, Owen Power, 6'6", 218. Owen Power was the first overall pick in the 2021 draft. And Jake Sanderson was uh, the fifth overall pick in the 2000 draft. Now, they're both the same age. They're both uh, born in 2002. But Owen Power, if you remember has a late birthday. He has a November birthday, so he gets pushed back into the next draft. But uh, anyway, Owen Power is the first overall pick, 2021. Jake Sanderson, fifth overall pick in 2020. They are very, very, very similar uh, hockey players. So, okay, so we haven't heard any news on Darlene being announced. We haven't heard any news on Power being announced. Uh, I do know this. I don't know what it has to do with 
but all I know is that I do know, and maybe this is not a rumor or a secret, but I do know that from what I understand, Kevin Adams met with, do, do Rasmus and Owen Power have the same agent? You do not know that. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure I don't like giving agents credit here except for Bartlett Hockey because I have, I feel like most agents are complete weasels. So uh, I won't name names, but the point is I'm trying to make is I was led to believe that at the draft, Kevin Adams met with Darlene's agents and they came out of the room feeling very, very cheery with how things went. Could be bullshit. I don't know. We're going to find out what Darlene's deal is and find out if... Well, who's who's cheery? They all were. They all were cheery. And then there was rumors that Darlene... It was right around July 1, and all the rumors about Darlene's contract being done was starting to come out right around the draft, was it not? I, I don't have the timelines in front of me. I wonder, my question is, could the lack of announcement... On Darlene or Power have to do with Sanderson and Power altogether? And here's why I ask that. If the Sabres announced today that they signed Darlene to an eight-year, $10.5 million deal, speculation, rumor, yes, I know I started it, but still, doesn't sound unreasonable. 10.5 for eight years. Okay. Does Owen Power's camp say, well, then we want a bridge deal for three times seven because... We think our client in three years will be a will have a higher earning potential because that's what you talk about earning potential than Sanderson, who was also going to probably re-sign an extension, and Darlene. Um, was that complex? No, the only thing that stuck out to me that kind of just like. A big uh, shining red light in my eyes is you said bridge deal. Totally fine with that. But you said three years for seven. And my thing is, why should Owen Power get a dime more than Rasmus Dahlin did? He signed for three years. Six it's the same nine, reason why 18. Rasmus Dahlin will sign for more than Kale McCarr, the best player in the NHL. Because he signed at a different time. Okay. Good point. Rasmus Dahlin, you know, was younger, played more years in the league. You had a better understanding of what you're getting. He uh, had 47 points in his in his first season um, as a player in the league. I think that's why he garnered six million dollars on a three-year deal now Owen power is a very good uh, uh player an up-and-coming player has potential out the yin yang but i but uh, do you do do you give him seven million dollars a year on a three-year deal i wouldn't i wouldn't not whatsoever Okay, so so fine, fine. I'm sorry for throwing seven out there. Yeah, and I and I'm fine. dwelling on what the, if I said six? Thing, but... Don't dwell on the on the dwell on the term. Okay. Yeah, not it's the hard. For, it's hard. If maybe if, I if, gave too much on the bridge deal, I was being generous, I guess, because Darlene made right. six. That's mm-hmm. whatever. 
But I mean, uh, Warensky got five year, five million for three years average, where it was structured, where the last year of his deal he was making like nine or ten, seven maybe or eight. And I think Darlene has the same kind of structured contract. I think I have to double check that. I don't just think it's six, six, and six. But uh, I just, I mean, I guess yeah. the this Sanderson deal. It's basically what Shabbat got, a little bit more, is it not? Shabbat Shabbat was eight million for eight years. Um, for eight years, years two years ago is like four years ago. Is it that long ago? Yeah, it was. It was a while back, I think. A while back, time flies. Um. Well, we've had people message you. You tweeted out. What should Owen Powell? What does this do to Owen Powell's next contract? And someone replied back quickly: eight point seven five times eight. The question is, how he says no to that, I don't know. But if he does say no to that, now what? Just let him fucking play it out. I don't want to be back at this discussion again. Just let him play it out. There is a direct. And I mean a direct comparison in talent level, skating, size, um, how he plays both ice of the rink. And I'm talking about Jake Sanderson. He is a world-class young defenseman. Okay, He's 21 years old right now. He's only played one year in the NHL. His, his numbers are extremely comparable to Owen Power. He had 32 points last year on Ottawa. Owen Power had 35. Okay. He's going to be in a situation where I don't think he's going to be running the power play in Ottawa because I think that's going to go to Shabbat. Just like Owen Power will not be running the number one power play here in Buffalo, that will go to Darlene. You go back. Owen Power played two years for the University of Michigan. Jake Sanderson played two years for the University of North Dakota. Their timelines and how they did things are very, very similar. They're almost the same style and the same type of player. I would Ottawa, just like to say that Owen Power might not even be the best defenseman in his draft class. Um, okay. I, I'm going to put a lot of stock on this Luke Hughes kid. Okay. Time will tell, right? Time will tell in that situation. Luke Hughes is is another young hockey player that um, has insane upside. Played at Michigan as a young two defenseman. years, 41, go- 41 games, 17 goals, 22 assists, 39 points his first year. Yep. Second year, after Owen Power leaves, 39 games, 10 goals, 38 assists, 48 points. Yeah, so he had he had forty eight points, where Owen Power had thirty two. He outscored your Owen Power the year before as well. Yep. Yes. Um. Listen, I mean, sorry to sorry to sidetrack you there. I'm just I'm no. Just... It's a great. It's another great comparison for Owen Power, and. I I I I believe that Luke Hughes played two games in the regular season last year, goal and assist. Yes. I think he had them both in his first game. 
Then he played three games in the playoffs and had two assists. Yeah. 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 And he's also a year younger. He's also a year younger than Owen Power. So he's going to play his first year this year in the NHL. Um, just like Owen Power did last year. And listen, he's set up to have success. He is set up to have success. Do you think it would be a slap in Owen Power's face if they didn't have an extension for him by the start of the season? I think they I I think that the Sabres, with no question, are gonna want to try and sign Owen Power to a long-term contract. But is that contract going to be market setting for his his um comparables? Why are we so fixated on this market setting term? Because the market's that, already listen, been set. The no, market it's not. is yes, it is. The market's the, not a market set. setter, Craig, is someone that 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 signs for more than the highest paid player in that position right now. No one's going to make more than Eric Carlson because Eric Carlson has the ultimate trump card. No, that's well, not two, a hold on. That's well, not two, a market hold on a setter. Second. Well, two years ago, people might have said Eric Carlson's the worst contract in hockey. Last year, he's a defenseman that got 100 points. So now that's actually fantastic for the league because now a 100-point defenseman is the pinnacle for $11.5 million. Understood. So but that is so not a market Dahl, setter. Darlene's not setting a market. Owen Power is not going to make more than eleven point five. The market no, for but there's the there's next defenseman that are set for for your comparables. Your Owen Power is not going to be compared to Eric Carlson. Okay, that makes more sense for your comparables. Like for me, when you say market setter, Austin Matthews just set the market. Last contract, yes. Pasternak yeah. set the market before, yeah. the, or not even McKinnon set the market again when he. How many defensemen in, in the NHL make more money if Darlene signs for ten point five? How many defensemen are making more than him? That I know of, off the top of my head, two. It's pretty damn simple. There you go. Name Is it them. just two, two. Yeah, well, Carlson one makes eleven five, five, and one makes eleven. Eric Doughty at eleven. Okay. Eric, did I say Eric? Drew Doughty. Eric Doughty. Drew Doughty. Eric. Doughty. Okay. Fuck. But let's get something straight. Those players set the market at their level. Okay. Drew Doughty set set a market that no one's reached. No one got to. And that was his second contract. Yeah, he was making We're talking seven about million. Owen Power. We're talking about Owen Power. Who is the highest paid player? Who's the highest paid defenseman, sorry, to set a market? for a rookie coming out of his rookie contract. If Owen Power wants to change the way defensemen are play, paid, then he needs to be the pioneer for defense, kind of like what Kale McCarr did, but very similar to what Austin Matthews did with his contract. You sign a contract that takes you to what? Four, you sign a four-year deal. Yep. If you want to set the market and own the power, no offense, no pun intended with that, own the power of the, the negotiation, then you need to be negotiating again when in your, your UFA, and I'm not talking in eight years, I'm talking in four years, Yeah, when he is at the pinnacle of his career. Because if he's at the pinnacle of his career in four years and he's up for a contract, he will make more than Eric Carlson, just out of desperation to so keep him. So what I'm trying to say is this. I continuously will use the word 
market setter. When you set a market, Rasmus Dahlin is coming out of a bridge deal, okay? He's setting a market for defensemen. He's signing for more than all of those defensemen that we talked about the other day, okay? He's setting a market um, when, it, when it comes to Fox, Heiskanen, Hedman, Yossi, McAvoy, um, Petra Angelo, Hughes, Morrissey, Hamilton. These, these defensemen all make less than Darlene. So he's setting a market for those defensemen moving forward. What I'm saying is Owen Power is not in the same market as Darlene. He is a, he's coming out of an entry level contract and who has signed the biggest contract in NHL history coming out of an, of an entry level deal as a defenseman. Who is it? You just said him. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr makes $9 million coming off of um, his entry level contract. Now, Owen Power, Owen Power in the way that things work, I know how they work with the agencies. They have a certain type of player. They have an Owen Power. He has all the intangibles. To be a world-class superstar, top five-plus defenseman in the NHL, they want to set another bar. They're always looking to set another bar. Now, Kel McCarr signed a contract that was not eight years long. He signed it for six years. I could see the agency of Owen Power trying to push the envelope on an eight-year deal that is $9 million plus. And that may sound absolutely insane to people but you're also signed Owen Power has one more year on an entry level deal he makes 950 grand so when he's 22 years old from 22 Craig, to age 30 Craig I said 9 million I said get them both for 19 million if you get them both for 19 million that's amazing you said 18 by the way I said 18 yeah you said 18 but you just keep cruising it up another schmilly, but that's okay. How did I come up with 18? You came up with 18. Go back and listen to the shows. You wanted, I think I wanted guys, nine, you five wanted, and eight, five. It was, yeah, you're right. I'm not denying it. I just wanted or, or 10 or Fuck, 10. And eight. You're the guy that can't remember what you literally had for breakfast. And you're going to sit here and correct me on 18 million. I think that's fucking unbelievable. If like I get to correct you. I like, remember shit. Like Vanner says, you know, it's amazing. I listened to the show and on Monday, Craig says one thing. And on Tuesday, you guys will re touch on the same conversation again, just to follow up from yesterday. And he completely changes his tune and goes the other way. And I'm that's like, fucking bullshit. And, and Vanner, he can shut the fuck up. Okay. How about that? Well, anyway, though, so if I did say 18, I'm sorry. If I did, I'm sorry. But what I now, no, that the reality, that's, that's a good number for, for those two guys. That was what we were thinking. That's, but that's the problem. It's unrealistic because of what? There's one word, greed. Greed makes that unrealistic. Like, like if Darlene gets 10.5, are you fucking kidding me? Like, if power needs to make nine, and, and someone asked the question uh, the other day, or yesterday after, or maybe it was after you sent your tweet, where's the highest tax bracket? Would you rather make eight in Canada, in Ottawa, or would you rather make eight in Buffalo, which is New York is one of the highest tax states in the country? And the answer 50%. is by a, by a solid 5%, Buffalo. And 5% might be 
might be low, might be like 8%. Yeah. So the point of 8% difference in taxes, right? So what's here? 46 on the high end, 52, 54 up there in Canada? No, 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 no. In Ontario, you're looking at around 48%, 47, 48%. In in Quebec, you're looking at four, uh, 52 to 54%. But here in New York, I think the tax bracket is like, it's got to be 48 to 50%. So it's it just depending on where you play and what state you play in, it, it is, it, it is a game changer when you're, when you're signing for big money. If you're out in Alberta, you're out in Alberta. So what's, what did you say New York was then? If, if, if Ottawa and Ontario is, I think they're, I think 48. they're, I think they're very similar. Okay. I know that Montreal is the highest taxed, well, it's the highest tax province slash state in North America. Now, if you want to make a shit ton of money, go to Florida, go to go to Texas, go to Nashville, Tennessee. Um, you know, there there is there is obviously much better taxed states. That being said, we're just talking. You don't. We're not even talking about that other stuff. We're just Ontario's talking about marginal tax rate. The tax rates in Ontario range from is between twenty and fifty three. Yeah. So I'm yeah. pretty sure at eight million, you'd be on the higher end of that. Well, I mean, listen. Every single one of those players that's playing in Ottawa are going to be at the highest tax bracket in that province. No questions. Hey. Andy, ever been in a car crash? Actually, you know what? I know you have because you're a terrible driver. You say that, but what would you do if you were in a car crash? I'd call my friends at Selena Law, 800-555-5555. Pretty easy number to remember. So, yes, I mean, well, what's New York highest, 44, 46? No, I think it's, I think it's upwards of 48, 50. Okay, well, let's check that out. Because I played in I played in California, I played in New York, and I also played in Montreal. Those three states are the highest tax states in in North America. Okay, give them nine. You got your top two defense. You feel comfortable with giving them nine? No, no. Kale McCarr makes nine. So if if you're Kevin Adams, and you have Jake Sanderson come out and sign. An eight-year deal for $8.05 million per year. And you go and look at the statistics, just the statistics. Jake Sanderson was a fifth overall draft pick in 2000. You go look at the two years that he played in his college years. And then go and look at his NHL year last year. Then you look at Owen Power and do the exact same thing. Explain to me why you would give one dime more to Owen Power over Jake Sanderson. Because he's a first overall pick? Is that the only reason? And that could be that could be 
the reason you're giving him nine million dollars to keep him fucking happy so that he doesn't have to whine about the fact that Darlene's number one power play or playing more minutes or the key focal point. Like you're just going to give him a little bit more so that he so that in case he does, we just can shut the fuck up. And not have to worry about the fact that Dolan's making two million more than me. I'm fucking better than he is. I deserve to be on. I'm not saying all powers like that, but I'm saying no, we've I all played. Think, with, I all, don't think that's the case with uh, that played, young man. We no, I don't think it is. But we've all played yeah. with guys like that. hundred percent, hundred percent. But when you're making that type of money, let's just let let's go let's go in another direction. What if you're Owen Powers' parents right now? We've done this. What are your thoughts on if uh, Kevin Adams comes to them and just says, listen, this is this is what we're doing here. Eight and a half million dollars for eight years. What are you doing with that? Are if you going to turn that down and say, hey, turns to his son and says, I think you're worth 10. Don't take this deal. I think you're worth 10. I think you could be worth 11 one day. I want you to be the highest paid defenseman. Well, that's an issue. Now we're talking about Kushlash here. I got Kushlash. Kushlash. Listen, this is 68 million guaranteed. To have a parent sit and say, no, I think you can uh, maybe hit a, a bigger home run in three years from now. Just take a shorter term deal at, let's say, six and a half or six. For me, the kid's going to be the kid's going to be 30 years old when he goes to sign his next contract. Owen Power could be making 10 million in that next contract. And I think what 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 does it say about you know because you 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 were strong on this the other day and you and you got me okay what about players wanting to win championships like how much money is enough money like we're talking eight and a half million dollars a year for eight years sixty eight million dollars that only takes him to you know twenty nine when he goes to sign another contract or thirty years old. Owen Power could play another seven, eight years if he wanted. I love when there's silence because I know that just burning a hole in your brain, just the 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 hamster wheel is moving. I think it's the best thing that has come out all summer long. I think Owen Power is, to is see... still so unproven. Well, so is Jake Sanderson. Well, sure, but he's not going to be making more than Owen Power. Sorry, but that's just the way it is. He's just, he's not. So I don't give a shit about Jake Sanderson, and I don't care about Thomas Shabbat because Owen Power is going to get more money than what he deserves at, at this current juncture in his career. Because what we do in this game is we Hey, based on projection, right? Samuelson's yeah. a projected sign. Well, you have to do that. With Thompson your is, top a, is a semi was was a semi proven 
contract based on projection and what he'd done the one year before. Okay. Dylan Cousins. Dylan Cousins of all the contracts that were signed is probably the one that I feel the most comfortable in because you see his game night in and night out. And some nights just consistently plays a role, consistency or inexperience or just youth, but he has come into his own and there's no question he is a bona fide number two centerman in this league. So I think $7 million for him is incredible. Tage Thompson is a lot more pressure than all of them because now he has to perform and be a star 68 times a year. Do we do we think that uh, Dylan Cousins at some point in his career can be considered a 1A, 1B centerman in this league? Because you, you, you named him number two, which I think that it's the proper way of of looking at an extremely young Dylan Cousins, who's got tons of uh, leg room to continue to improve and get better. Like I don't, he's nowhere near where I where I think uh, Dylan Cousins is going to be. I think in short time, very very short time, that you will not be talking about Dylan Cousins as the number two center. You're going to be talking to. As I'm like, like a, like a Crosby slash Malkin. Malkin's not the number two center on that team. He just happens to be one A and one B. Right. And I think Dylan Cousins is a very, very good player. And I think his, his um, level of play, he's not, he's not hit a ceiling yet. I think there's lots of room for him to improve and he's already having success in the league, which is a very good sign. And that contract, like you said, in a couple of years from now, it's just, I mean, it is going to be so, so good in, in three to four years from now. Tage Thompson, same thing. If he still starts to, per, if he still produces anywhere near what he did this last year, that is the biggest steal in the NHL. Tage Thompson scored 47 goals last year and 94 points. You're going to be paying him 7.1 million. It's insane. And I that's why I don't have any problem whatsoever paying Darlene 10, 5, 10, whatever the hell he's going to get. I don't really care because he's that good and he, and, he, and he deserves it. And Owen Power, from what I saw, he, he, has so much so much to still learn in this league and the confidence in his game is going to take off in two to three years from now maybe not this next year he's going to get better next year but in two and three years from now you will see a completely different player and if you can get that that young man signed for eight and a half million dollars for eight years then do it. Do it. Okay. Well, this is a long conversation on on just Owen Power and and Darlene and Jake Sanderson. There are other market setters in the league. You know, people are wondering about Casey Metalstad. What are you going to do with him? Trevor Zegers is another guy that people are looking at. There's another defenseman. Isn't Drysdale uh, uh, up for a contract as well? So, I mean, there are other players that are, are going to be market setters around the league. 
I don't think they directly affect Owen Power. You sign him to a bridge deal, you're screwed. You're screwed in two years. Because you're going to be doing the same thing with him that you're doing with Darlene, the numbers. Now you're going to have in two years, you're going to have them both for for $22 million. Or you can have them now for nineteen and a half. Yeah, because ultimately you're not. You're. I think why the way to, of why does everything have to be an eight year deal? I just said that. Why doesn't Power sign a five year deal? Do what it, do it takes him. It takes him to the prime of his life. Isn't that the people you want to take those? Potential? You want to take those those years away from Owen Power. If you can sign Owen Power, he's he's going to play his twenty one year old year this next year. And then sign Owen Power to an eight-year deal. It takes him until he's 30 years old. Now, for a defenseman, 30 years old still is 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 in a very, very good situation. I wouldn't I wouldn't maybe necessarily call the person in his prime, but he's going to be still damn close to it. And he's still got a number of very, very good years left. But to have him signed till he's 30 years old, to have Darlene signed. Long term, Dylan Cousins, you know, it, it's Kevin Adams is picking away at these players that are just no brainer going to be great players. And you want to get them signed. And yes, it is, it is a little bit of a risk. All of these are risks. It's just like when Kevin Adams is signing, you know, a D- Dylan Cousins, he's taking a little bit of a risk paying this guy $7 million to play for your hockey team. And he was having a really good start to his third season. But the end of that season, I think you look at the contract and say, what a fantastic job. Thank God he just signed that contract. Now you look at Tage Thompson, Tage Thompson came off only one good year in the NHL. He scored 38 goals and 68 points. Kevin Adams made a very tough decision made a decision to give a player a lot of money a lot of money only after watching him have success for ultimately only one year in the league but the coaching staff kevin adams watching this player in the gym in practice off the ice on the ice they make they made a decision to say we're we're okay with taking this risk and the risk paid off in the very next year cage thompson went and scored 47 goals and 94 points now you hope that he can continue to flourish and play at that level for the next seven years that's a wrap on another episode of after the whistle don't forget to follow us on twitter after the whistle and at Craig Reve 52 at the instigator 76. And you can find us as you already know on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube and anywhere else where you can get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.